Hi everybody, I'm Chris. Uh, we're gonna talk about building Nostra apps. Uh, if you saw or were at the talk I gave uh, four-ish months ago about building a Lightning wallet with React Native, in some sense, this will be a part two to that. Um, we're gonna do like a 60 to 90 second overview of the main things that we covered there in terms of why React Native, why Expo. Uh, but today we're actually going to be building apps the way that an actual developer would. And we're going to start by kind of creating an app in the same way that I have done um, in creating a, an Expo app from scratch, connecting it to Noster and, and learning all about all that good stuff. Um, so topics we'll go over briefly. Uh, what is Noster? Why Noster matters? A brief tour of the Noster ecosystem. What's new with Noster? Uh, basics of building apps why I think it makes sense to use React Native and Expo, if you're, particularly if you're new to mobile app development. Uh, we're gonna set up a Noster app using Expo from scratch. I'll give you a tour of the code base of the main project I'm working on now called Arc, which is a Noster-based uh, cross-platform client for chat and feeds. Uh, and I'm gonna announce some bounties uh, for people who, who wanna modify that code base. So we'll give you kind of a, it'll be kind of a, the coding section will be split between getting set up from scratch, as well as kind of giving you a tour of an, an app that's pretty pretty far along, uh, close to production ready. Uh, I also wanna to touch on ChatGPT and kind of give some examples about how ChatGPT can help you um, code faster. Um, for example, dropping you know pieces of the Noster protocol spec into ChatGPT can help you create code and, and remove a lot of the, the guesswork. Uh, and I'll show you kind of the workflow that I do. Uh, so what the hell is Noster? It's an abbreviation. It stands for notes and other stuff transmitted by relays. Uh, and for the rest of this, I'm just gonna kind of pop between some slides. Um, as a developer, you'll need to kind of get good at bouncing between different information sources, GitHub, Telegram, now Noster as more conversation is moving to the Noster protocol itself. Uh, and so, as we go through the uh, the workshop today, you'll see me just kind of bouncing around, and and you know there'll be some questions that you guys have, and we're we're just going to kind of uh, show you how a, a developer kind of surf, surfs around. Uh, the main uh, repository of the Nostr spec, and the best kind of uh, explanation for it is in the Nostr protocol GitHub. Uh, this has, I think, two repos. One is kind of just the introduction, and one are the NIPs. We'll get to the NIPs shortly, but the 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 um, kind of the, the about here is, is called a truly censorship resistant alternative to Twitter that has a chance of working. Uh, and one of the conversations in the, the Noster Telegram uh, group in the past days was, should we update that to reflect that this is not just an alternative to Twitter, this is the potential kind of substrate for all sorts of you know, Bitcoin and Lightning adjacent decentralized applications using this uh, uh, Noster as a protocol. Uh, but, you know, that's kind of, I guess, keeping it there for now, under promise, over deliver type thing. But it's described as the simplest open protocol that is able to create a censorship resistant global social network once and for all. It doesn't rely on any trusted central server, hence it is resilient. It is based on cryptographic keys and signatures, so it is tamper proof. It does not rely on P2P techniques, therefore it works. Um, the, the, this is kind of just the super basic explanation of it, which I'll, I'll also read. Uh, this is kind of the mental model that's important to, to cement in your head. Everybody runs a client, 
It could be a native client, a web client, etc. To publish something, you write a post, sign it with your key, and send it to multiple relays, which are servers hosted by someone else or yourself. To get updates from other people, you ask multiple relays if they know anything about these other people. Anyone can run a relay. A relay is very simple and dumb. It does nothing besides accepting posts from some people and forwarding to others. Relays don't have to be trusted. Signatures are verified on the client side. And then it's got some comparisons here with between this and Twitter, um, Mastodon, a bunch of the people in the kind of Twitter saga recently have been like making a big deal about moving to Mastodon, realizing Mastodon sucks, like figuring out what could be some potential alternatives. Um, some pretty good you know, comparisons between Nostra and some of these other protocols. Um, so you can read that. The um, other repo in here has the actual um, kind of like the protocol spec. Each piece of functionality or, or a piece of the specification is written in a NIP. Uh, Nostra implementation possibilities, somewhat similar to BIPs. Uh, the core one is NIP1. Uh, basic protocol flow description. This NIP defines the basic protocol. Each user has a key pair. Signatures, public key, and encodings are done according to the Schnorr signatures. The only object type that exists is the event, which has the following format on the wire. Da, 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 da. Okay, so if we go back here, let's just take a look at what all of the NIPs are. And so one cool thing is that this is a very open process where people can and do submit new NIPs uh, as needed. Uh, one of the most exciting ones recently has been this NIP26 for delegated event signing. Uh, this says this defines how events can be delegated so that they can be signed by other key pairs. Um, so just to give one example of some of the cool stuff that's been happening lately and, and to, to give the, the kind of high level of why the explosion of, in popularity recently, um, about, a, I don't know, three weeks ago or so, Jack put out, Jack Dorsey, uh, founder of Twitter, put out a blog post saying that he was looking to fund some alternative social uh, platforms or protocols. Um, and Nostra came to his attention and ended up putting in 250K grant uh, to Fiat Joff, the founder of this protocol. Um, he gave half of that for disbursement to William from Damas. So we've got, there's like a whole kind of grant process. So Nostra has a little bit of funding. And then like right after that kind of initial burst of activity, um, yeah, Twitter put out this thing saying that they're banning people from uh, sharing their 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 account information for a variety of services, one of which was Nostr. And so a whole bunch of people were like, well, what the hell is Nostr if Elon's trying to ban it? Uh, they backtracked on that uh, pretty quickly. But as part of this kind of explosion in popularity, um, one of the things that I'll recommend you do to get connected to the Nostr community, uh, the easiest thing to do is to join the Nostr Telegram group. Uh, this is linked from the... Nostr uh, introduction document I was just reading. Uh, this went from like 1,000 members to 4,500 in the last three weeks. Uh, but there's all sorts of really great things that get posted in here. And one of the most exciting ones, just as an example of, of what has been, been happening lately, uh, this was posted yesterday. Um, I'll just read this. Yo, having to en enter your Nostr private key on each website or random app you visit sucks. Me and two other folks worked on this draft NIP to propose Nostr Connect a protocol for Nostra apps to connect with remote signing devices such as mobile phones. Looking forward to hear your feedback. So this is something that like a year ago or six months ago, we were talking in the, in the Nostra channel, like, man, it would be cool if there was a dedicated identity wallet mobile app that could um, 
enable people to not have to put their private key into different different places. And then, you know, voila, yesterday, someone, you know, puts this beautiful spec demo apps with this pretty elegant solution uh, that combines uh, NIP4 uh, for uh, uh, the kind of encrypted DMs, combining that with this new NIP uh, delegated event signing to, you know, enable this whole other use case. And people will kind of go back and forth and, and debate it and tweak it. Um, but really cool that, that that these kinds of like major kind of security and UX uh, uh, innovations are coming up at, at, at a rapid pace. Um, there are some of these things have kind of become super like well adopted. Like if you if you're familiar with the Damas app, which is currently the most popular Nostra client, you can see that like some of them repost. For example, um, this one. For example, this is a nip that was authored by William, uh, William Kazarin, who is the main developer behind Damas. And this was just something that he thought was necessary and made sense for his app as he's really kind of leaning into the, the, the Twitter clone replacement for reposts. And so he wrote this spec, and this got adopted in part because he implemented the spec in Damas, and then people have you know kind of seen that that was needed and worked well with the other NIPs, and so that got adopted. Um, I've been interested in chat as a use case, um, and I've been curious to see if Nostra could apply toward chat just as it applies towards Twitter. And so after a bunch of experimentation, I wrote this NIP for public chat, got feedback and some co-authorship from Fiat Joff and William and, and the author of the Nostra TypeScript Relay, and proposed this whole thing, defining new event kinds for public chat channels, channel messages, and basic client-side moderation. Uh, reserving event kinds for uh, channel creation, basic chat type things. Uh, I had done some kind of, I did like a little initial prototype client. Uh, and then Super, who people had mentioned earlier, um, he took that and ran with it and created this Nostra client called Enigma, you know, aiming to be sort of a Telegram clone. And this was a, you know, probably the main chat client for a long time. Uh, recently, there's been some, like, with the recent crush of activity, there's been some security vulnerabilities that became apparent with this. Um, but one cool thing about this is that, you know, Super's made a bunch of really great kind of um, experimentations with, with Enigma that I am that now, as I'm kind of revisiting, creating a chat client in React Native, I'm able to go in and you know, take the pieces in, of code that I like from his code base uh, and, and adapt it into Arc. Um, okay, any questions on NIPs, comments, anything else anyone thinks is cool and worth mentioning here? So, your proposal is also submitted. Huh? The, when you detect the public chat? Mm hmm. And then delegated. Delegation is 26. Oh, 26. Okay. Have you heard of, uh, what do you think of NIP 30? Um, that's the group chat one. I've been following that pretty closely because um, I really, really, really want to use that in um, Arc, but encrypted group chat is really hard, and I, I haven't been following it closely to know if what's being proposed satisfies. Um, I, 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 I don't know. My, my approach is to start with just focusing on NIP 28 for kind of public stuff, and then do NIP 4, and then and hopefully in, in a couple weeks there's more movement on on NIP 38, but, and just so people can, if you, if you wanna like see what are the things that are being in development, let's see if we can find uh, NIP 38 here. I'm guessing it's a, 
PR, or maybe we can search for it. Visham? Oh, well, let's see if we can find it. Yeah, Vishal runs Nostra Console, one of the other Nostra clients also that has a pretty full in integration of NIP 28. And um, I don't know, it's, it's probably around there. So if you, if you search in the Telegram group, you could probably find it. But there, there's a whole spec around people talking about encrypted uh, private chats. Uh, for for groups, which is it, kind kind of a hard problem to solve. Yeah. So NIP five is something that a lot of people are talking about, and a lot of people are integrating. What, what is that specifically, just for as far as like the NIP five? Let's go read it. And you know it's cool. I, mean, I actually want to try something. Um, one of the things that I have started to use Chat GPT for is like really quickly getting a high level view of things. So watch this. Let's take NIP5. Now, it's not going to let me get all of this, probably. But let's try going down to, well, actually, let's just give it a try. Summarize this in five sentences or less. <laughs> take a second brain. Sometimes it'll say too long. OK. All right, everybody, just pretend I'm saying this. NIP5 is a method for mapping Nostr keys to DNS-based internet identifiers, email-like addresses, when a client sees an event of kind zero, set metadata with the key NIP5, it splits the identifier into local part and domain and sends a get request to the blah, blah, blah. The response should be a JSON. OK, I'm going to have it rephrase this and without the tech jargon. Uh, so there's. <laughs> All right. Rephrase that like you are talking to a eight-year-old. NIP5 is a way to link internet addresses like emails to special keys called Nostra keys. When a client sees a special message called a set metadata event with a NIP5 key, it looks at the internet. This is still a little, uh, it must be a really smart eight-year-old. OK. Yeah, that's pretty good. One thing you have to watch out for is sometimes uh, ChatGPT will just like straight up lie. Like it'll say something that sounds really plausible, but like it's not. And so you, you can't take this like a hundred percent grain of you know take it with a grain of salt. But uh, it's 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 good to help kind of do do eighty to ninety percent of your thinking for you on certain things. Um, so let let's just stick with this conversation for for real quick. Um, let's just say. Um, uh, I am uh, going to do a live coding demo during this workshop, and I want to demonstrate how to integrate NIP5 into a React Native Expo app. Um, is that relevant to show in the context of a mobile app, or is it too heavily focused on backend? How would you include this in a demo? Let's see what it says. It is possible to integrate NIP5 into a React Native Expo app, but it would likely be more focused on the back end rather than the front end of the app. To include NIP5 in a demo, you could demonstrate how to make the necessary get requests to the well-known URL and how to parse the response to extract the necessary information. 
You could also show how to use this information to link internet addresses to Nostr keys in the app. It may be helpful to provide a brief overview of NIP5 and its purpose before diving into the implementation details. And if I really wanted to go forward with this, I could be like, tell me what to say, tell me what to do. Like, <laughs> it's pretty cool. OK, um, so on the subject of, of NIP5, for most people, just from a getting familiar with it from a um, you know, end user consumer who doesn't want to have to think about the technology details, uh, nostraplebs.com. Um, uh, Semisol partnered with, so one of the longtime Nostra developers, Semisol, uh, partnered with Derek Ross to put this little service up where you can very easily get a NIP5 address. You pay them, I guess, a few thousand sats, and um, you can get a your name at nostraplebs.com. And I was really happy to see this because this is like the first example of someone setting up like a, a paid service on Nostra that like a whole bunch of people have used. Um, so we're, we're starting to see some like more commercial activity, but um, you know, NIP five is is one example of a NIP. Uh, let's see. Any questions that anyone has about the Noster protocol thus far? I have a question. Are you going to keep going NIP Probably not. But you want to say anything else about it? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, Jack Dorsey is uh, Jack Dorsey, who is a heavy user of Noster, uh, particularly Damas. Um, his like NIP five is at Cash App, so they set up Cash App to have that little Noster endpoint. Okay. <laughs> He's on the cutting edge. All right, so. Um, So briefly, let's just kind of get into app building 101 stuff. Um, if you want to uh, get more of a broad-based introduction to React Native, um, uh, the, the talk I gave last time, which I think is on the, the Pleb Lab YouTube channel, um, the, the, the important stuff that I went over there that I'll, I'll touch on briefly for now is um, uh, React Native matters because it's a way to create apps that can target multiple types of devices like Android and iOS and web and desktop and Windows and like Mac TV or OS TV or whatever um, with one code base with very minimal you know changes that you need to make between targeting uh, platforms the um, the app that I'm writing currently for arc um, targeting, Android, iOS, and web. The Android and iOS share about 100% of the code, 99%. Um, and then mobile and web share about 90% of the code with a few like navigation-specific changes on web and a couple libraries. Uh, we'll, we'll go through that in a bit more detail later um, when I give you a tour of that code base. So React Native is awesome. Um, a bunch of React Native, a bunch of uh, Bitcoin Lightning apps are written in. React Native, like Blixt, Blue Wallet, and Galoi as three examples. Uh, if you're learning React Native these days, um, my strong recommendation, and a number of people are kind of increasingly converging on Expo as the uh, layer that you want to kind of start with. It's just kind of like a layer of abstractions on top of React Native that make things super easy. Um, one tweet I saw recently was like, if you're if you're not using Expo as a React Native developer, you're losing out on just tremendous like developer experience and productivity gains. And I agree with that. Um, 
And so when I was deciding, after everything kind of started taking off the last few weeks, and I decided to circle back and do, do my own Nostra client, um, I considered uh, working with, there's another React Native client that someone's working on, uh, Koala Sat, has got this uh, client called Nostros. Uh, and it's cool that it's in React Native, but it's not Expo. And I specifically want to do Expo. Uh, and I think that I, I'm trying to focus on the chat uh, first, and, and they're not. But it is cool to be able to kind of go in and, and look at you know, various of the, the code that they use here. Um, so one of the things, we're, in a second, we're going to step through and kind of create a Nostra app from scratch. Uh, but I, my general recommendation is that if you are wanting to create a Nostra client, uh, make use of what's already out there. Pretty much every single client that people are using, I think every single one, uh, is currently open source. Uh, and this is a big difference between the Nostra ecosystem and uh, Keat, for example. People got excited about, oh, Keat, and it uses this sort of Bitcoin adjacent stuff, but, but Keat is not open source. Uh, and they promised in September that they would be open sourcing their code by the end of the year. Uh, and they open sourced all of their underlying libraries, but not their app code. So if you're making big promises to people that your app has security guarantees X, Y, and Z, but you don't let people inspect the code, that's like, uh, to me, that's a red flag. Um, Nostra, completely, completely the other way around. Uh, almost everything is open source. And um, you know, the, the, the license is what matters. Uh, Apache, pretty, pretty permissive. Um, you know, as I decided to open source Arc from the beginning, I went with AGPL3, which means basically that other people can um, you know, use the code how they want, but if they make any modifications to it, those also have to be uh, uh, made public. Uh, that's just what I thought made sense for that. Uh, but so one, I just want to show you one cool thing that I was able to do yesterday as, as I was kind of like learning from the Nostros code base, like how do they do things? Um, so one of the questions that I had yesterday, and this, this would be like slightly more advanced, but then we'll, we'll go back to the basics. Uh, but I just want to show you while we've still got the, the chat GPT open. Um, one of the questions that I had as I'm thinking about, so one of the issues is uh, if you're writing a, a Nostra client and every time you open the app, you're fetching messages from relays, um, that can be potentially wasteful or like additionally straining on the relays if every single time you're pulling down every message that you want, uh, as well as it takes time for the messages to kind of cycle in. So one of the things that like more mature apps want to solve for is how do we keep caches of messages on the device and load from the cache before we go and you supplement that from with what messages that we don't have uh, from a relay? Um, I saw that, so I'm like, okay, how are other apps solving this? Well, I saw that um, Nostros uses SQLite, which is a very lightweight, um, you know, SQL, uh, SQL database type. Uh, a number of the relays um, that people run also use SQLite, and um, I did not know that um, you can use SQLite database in the context of React Native via so, so what, what, one of the advantages to, to React Native is that um, even though the bulk of your code is in JavaScript, TypeScript, the kinds of things that you might be familiar with if you're, you have a background in web development, like, like how I started, um, you can write your app code in JavaScript, but you have the flexibility, if you want to, 
of writing kind of native code. Uh, there's some libraries, crypto libraries, that work faster if you use the native versions of it. So you can go put like so Android device specific code in here, and you can put iOS device specific code in here. Um, generally, I try to avoid that. If there's a way to put that code into a simpler, more JavaScript way, then I will. So one thing that I noted just about kind of a potential improvement to make over this code base, um, I saw that, that, that they're using SQLite in Java. I don't want to touch any Java code. Was that as I was looking at the, um, if you remember last, if you were here for the last time, we kind of went down the APIs of this, um, of Expo, and basically everything here is a, um, just like a little module. I gave the example of if you're trying to build a, a mobile app that, that ties um, Lightning SAT micropayments to how many steps that you do, for example, um, you would want to use the accelerometer that can tell you know, your, your, your steps. And you would just very easily install the package like that. And then it kind of explains how to use it. So basically, anything that's in this list is a package that's maintained by Expo and more or less guaranteed to be super easy to integrate and play well with everything else in the Expo ecosystem. Uh, if you're not using Expo, yes, you may have access to like the wider world of React Native packages. But if you're trying to you know, work with 20 different packages from 20 different developers that may have conflicting versions or their packages clash, it, it just makes things a lot easier to know that the Expo team has like made sure that all of these packages work really well together. And so as I was looking down to see if, what, if there was anything in Expo that could help solve this, oh, guess what? Expo has uh, a SQLite package. The downside is that it doesn't work on web, because I'm, I'm generally trying to do Android and iOS uh, and web at the same time. But I said, you know, this probably makes sense, at least for now, to put in um, on, on the mobile app. And so this is what I was doing yesterday, was getting uh, SQLite added to uh, Arc. Uh, I don't have it pushed to the main branch, but it's in the, the alpha branch, if anyone wants to look at the exact code that I did. Um, but I spent the most of, most of the day in conversation with ChatGPT. And I think I even have the conversation here. Let me just pull it up. So basically, one thing that ChatGPT is really good at is converting code from one uh, language to another. And so, for example, in the Nostros code base, they have this definition of an event. So like Nostr-specific Nostr class definitions for event, relay, WebSocket. And let's see if I can scroll down here. So for example, um, and you don't have to like understand the full syntax here, but the idea is that as an event comes in, remember how we said that the relevant piece of data for an officer is an event. Um, it creates a class for all these events, so it's easy to save. So there you've got your, um, uh, the, the basic properties are the timestamp it was created at, what the content of the event is, the ID, the kind that tells you if it's a channel or a channel message or a post or a reaction, uh, the pub key of the user that sent it, the signature that verifies that it was them that sent it, uh, and any tags that are on it. And then it's got methods for you know, saving it to the database. And th th this will call, like you know, if it's a kind zero for uh, user meta, then there's a, a function that crafts the SQLite query um, and will dump it into there. Now, um, I wait. The, the advantage to this all being open is that this app, you know, has some basic functionality working, such that 
I don't need to you know, rethink what the database table structure should be. I can use largely the same table structure that they have. But the Java implementation of SQLite is completely different than the SQLite made available through React Native. Uh, let's see if this is loading. You can see kind of the prompts that I start with here. You are my pair programmer. We are building a cross-platform chat app using React Native, Expo, Tamagui slash Solito, styled components, Zustin, and Noster. Uh, one of the limitations of ChatGPT is that uh, its data set only goes up through 2021. And so Tamagui is a newer library for cross-platform UI components. Um, but it, it's built on Solito. That's why I kind of put slash Solito. So it probably will know what Solito is. It might not know what Tamagui is, but it, 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 did, it does a pretty good job. Blah, blah, blah. Today we are adding Zust and Persist to our stores so we don't refetch chat messages we already have in store. Uh, so I was experimenting with this before turning to SQLite. Uh, probably going to use Zust and Persist on the web. Uh, let's see if I can find the SQL. Here we go. SQLite functions for chat app. Why is this lagging? Come on. Okay. So I gave it that introduction, and then I said, we need to store and retrieve messages on device, so we don't need to fetch them from the server every time. For web, we will probably use index.db, as Expo SQLite is not supported on web, but we'll figure that out later. Today, we are adding Expo-SQLite to our mobile app. First, please create a SQLite.ts service file with relevant functions we can import from other files when necessary. For context, here is the example code from Expo's official with SQLite demo app. So examples are super helpful if you can concisely tell ChatGPT, like, here's how it actually should work. It's got a context window of, like, I think 4,000 tokens, so about around that number of characters. It says, sure, here is a SQLite.ts with relevant function. Now, I, haven't, I still haven't given it the code from Nostros, but it kind of starts with like a little super basic service. Create table, add item, get items. This file exports three functions, blah, 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 blah. Now I say, here is event.java from a similar React Native app that uses SQLite. We will want to use their same table structure. Extend our SQLite.ts service file above with relevant code from here converting from Java to TypeScript. And then I paste it in, I think I fit the entire file in there, let's see. Okay, and it got this about mm, 80 to 90% correct. Here is the updated SQLite.ts file with relevant code from the provided Java file converted to TypeScript. Event data, there's the event class, the constructor. There's a couple things that it, it kind of bullshitted, like React Native does not have JSON object, JSON array, that's okay. But the bulk of this code is correct. Sometimes it cuts off. Sometimes you can say continue and it'll continue from where you left off. Other times it'll like spit it all back out. Uh, you just gotta kinda try a few different variations. If sometimes, see a cut off get reply event ID, this time I said just give me the get reply event ID method. So it gives me this. Give me these different methods. Then I said JSON array and JSON object are not valid exports of React Native and are not found in JavaScript. Redo filter tags without it. So just through conversation, and you can see this is like a long conversation, but I'm like, 
just kind of working with it to massage this class. And so what might have taken me, I don't know, six hours or, or, or 10 hours to convert this Java file to um, TypeScript, I did in probably about an hour or so, maybe two. And so by the end of this, um, I was able to get this whole flow working. Uh, I had to extend that class, and then I had to also add, see, for example, um, that class saves it to different table structures based on that are relevant to the different um, uh, channel types. So th there was no support for kind 40 and 42 for channel creation and channel messages. So I guided it to you know extend it like this. And then it was able to write the methods for those. And so after, after about two hours of this, uh, I was able to get it working such that all chat messages would persist from, um, uh, not the chat, I guess, demoed it on, on channels. And then I got to then, then do messages. But the point is that this thing that, that I've had in previous apps that I've worked on, where I've wrestled with like, how do we refactor um, message storing to be more efficient, stuff that's previously taken days or weeks can now just take hours. Um, it's, and that's in part because uh, Expo gets you a lot of like tooling that already works really well together. And then to be able to have like a second brain come in here and just kind of take the prompts that you give and, and spit you out code that works pretty well. Uh, it, it's a ma massive time saver. Okay, any questions, comments about this before we get into basic app setup? Does anyone else use ChatGPT in their workflow? I'm curious how anyone, how, how do you use it? Uh, kind of like what you described earlier, it's like really helpful if you are moving to a new language, then you can take code you understand and you can ask him to just rewrite it in another language, and that's super useful. Anyone else? Spits it out good. Yeah, it's great at both debugging and spitting out friendly boilerplate bullshit. <laughs> All right, so um, if you we're going to do this from scratch, uh, just so people kind of see the full flow. Uh, but I just put a repo up on github.com slash arcadelabsinc. If you want to just start with an Expo app that has all the shims kind of ready, um, you can pull this down. And I, and I put kind of an explanation of, of each of these things. I'm going to step through this actually uh, from scratch so people can kind of See how to create an Expo app from scratch, and just kind of like what the different things are that we that we can learn from this. Um, but this is an app that you can pull down and connect on your phone, and it'll log a, a public-private key created from Nostra tools. Okay, so let's 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 go through this from from the beginning. Um, any, we're gonna just kind of pretend that we're like super new to Expo. Um, if you are on your laptop, I invite you to follow along. Um, on the Expo website, which is docs, the docs site, which is docs.expo.dev, uh, on the left sidebar uh, under setup, um, this will have some things that you'll need. 
Uh, I'm not going to really step through this. Basically, if you have Git and Node on your system, then you're good, probably. Um, it's, it's worked for me with both Node versions 14 and 16. But there, you can kind of go through that. And if you need help with that, then uh, just copy paste it into ChatGPT and ask it questions. <laughs> All right, we're going to start with create a new app. Um, it says, before creating a new app, make sure that Expo CLI is working on your development machine. And then my recommendation, uh, even if you're not going to be coding, I recommend that you install the Expo Go app on your phone. Uh, because that will let you, when we get a QR code up here, you'll be able to scan the QR code with your uh, phone and get the apps running on your device. I'm going to do that for the uh, introductory app uh, that we're going to build in a second here. And then later, I will also do that for the Arc chat app that I've been working on, um, which should, fingers crossed, work for both Android and iOS. We should all be able to chat with each other. Uh, and if we have time, I'd like to kind of step through the process of making a PR and, and making some kind of change to that. All right, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to step through this. And when you create a new app, you'll, you'll kind of go through this same uh, flow. And so let's do it uh, together. One thing that they don't, or oh, they do mention here. Um, uh, you can also, it says you can also use the dash dash template option with the create expo app command, blah, 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 to see the list of available templates. I am going to do that here. Uh, for the starter repo that I put up here, I did not use a template. So this is just like vanilla JavaScript using NPM. Uh, I tend to always use TypeScript uh, with Yarn. So I am going to do template. And we'll take a look at what templates are available. So I'm going to do NPX. And for those who don't know, uh, NPX, if, if you get an error that NPX is not found, NPX, I'm pretty sure, just comes with the, the, the default like NPM uh, uh, package. So, so you might need to set up Node or NPM on your system. You can follow the instructions in the Expo docs for that. But NPX is basically, it fetches a remote script that the Expo team maintains called Create Expo App. And it'll you know, set up whatever is necessary on your system. It'll prompt you for like, do you want to install Create Expo App? Uh, I don't think it'll prompt me, because I think I already did it. So if I do NPX space create-expo-app, dash dash template, it'll give us four options. Uh, one is blank, a minimal app as clean as an empty canvas. That's what I used for the Noster Expo starter. Uh, blank TypeScript, a blank app with TypeScript enabled. Navigation, TypeScript, several example screens and tabs using React navigation and TypeScript. And blank bear, um, a blank app with the native code exposed. Uh, there's like two different modes in Expo. There's managed, where they manage all the native app packaging and stuff for you. Bear is something that you'll you can, can you know, do do later, but definitely start with the managed workflow. I'm going to do navigation TypeScript uh, because this will give us some uh, nice navigation boilerplate and screens. Because I want to try to get as much of like a little a demo app working. All right, let's call this um, let's call this pleb chat. All right, so they'll kind of step through this and make, let's see. This will take maybe a minute or so. Any questions while this is going? Uh, so one thing I'll say is that um, it used to be way harder to get Noster working well in a React Native environment. 
because much of the tooling, like Nostra Tools, um, uses these crypto libraries that was sort of envisioned to be working uh, on the web. And sometimes in a, in a native environment, there's different things that you, you cannot expect that are present in a web environment. Um, the, so the, the main, one of the main cryptography libraries used by Nostra Tools, which is the main JavaScript library, or one of the main ones for interacting easily with Nostr, uh, written by Fiat Joff, who's also the, the founder of Nostr. Um, it relies on this, this noble library uh, for, for SecP256 doing encrypted uh, elliptic curve cryptography uh, on the, the curve similar to Bitcoin that Nostr uses for its um, key-based authentication. Uh, it never worked on um, mobile because the way that this library was implemented required uh, this thing called native big int. It's just like a particular type of uh, integer um, that it expected the device to have. Android never had it uh, until recently. Um, uh, a new version of React Native came out. Noble updated the library specifically to work with this. As a result, all these like kind of previous other hacky libraries I had to use can be completely replaced. Um, it requires in Expo changing the, the default JavaScript compiler engine from the basic JSC to Hermes. Uh, you don't have to know so much about this, but um, just as an example of like this hard stuff that I've figured out is now reflected in that starter. So you hopefully don't have to like. I mean, if you like pain, feel free to go through and like look through the different crypto libraries. But the, the, the good news is that it's as simple as through doing these few steps. Um, well, I tell you the steps that I took. But if you just start with this app, uh, this should work both for Android and iOS. There's some additional kind of weird transpilation thing that's needed to get uh, something working on web uh, in the Expo. Um, environment. Uh, I don't use the Expo environment for web. In my web app, I use Tamagui, uh, uh, uses Next.js under the hood. So basically, I, I, I don't, uh, we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about that later. But So this will not work right now on web. It should work on both Android and iOS. All right, let's check on our, our code and see here. All right, this, I assumed this would use Yarn. It did not. That's okay. All right, so um, let's read what this says. So what did it do? Uh, downloaded and extracted project files. Installed JavaScript dependencies. Your project is ready. To run your project, navigate to the directory and run one of the following NPM commands. All right, so let's go into CD pleb chat. And uh, I've got an iOS device, so I'm going to do, first I'm going to open up in my editor. Uh, and I'm going to do NPM run iOS, but I'm pretty sure the QR code will work on both devices. So let's try. I'm actually going to run this from my editor console. Uh, and you'll note that this uh, folder structure here has a bunch of other stuff that the uh, basic one didn't have. Navigation set up and using color scheme and stuff can be good to help you get started. All right, let's try it. NPM, oops. And uh, whenever you open up a package, uh, an app like this, you can always kind of look at the, if you're not sure what to do when you open up a, a new repo, if you go into package.json, you look at the scripts, you can see pretty clearly 
start is the main thing, and then if you're calling you know, npm run iOS, it's just calling expo start with an iOS flag. All right, this is running my previous demo in another window. Let's use a different port, sure. All right, this uses something called a Metro bundler. You don't have to care so much about that, but that's just like the kind of like the React Native version of Webpack. Okay, so here's the options that I have. Um, did I run start? Oh, I ran start instead of iOS. So this is kind of like the generic start screen. Here's my options. Press A to open Android. Uh, this will try to open the app in an Android emulator. Um, the iOS simulator, it'll open kind of usually by itself, assuming you have one installed via Xcode, which is kind of a pain in the butt. Um, basically, it'll if you have an emulator connected or open, it'll try to open it up in an emulator. If you have a device connected, like a USB, your, your phone's connected to your um, computer, then it'll, it'll, it'll try to open it on device. Any questions? So let's see if this works. So for me, it says open in Expo Go. Uh, it might, if you don't have Expo Go, it might pop open a browser. I'm actually not sure what the behavior is. Yeah, if you've got the thing on the bottom that says new update available, yeah, because I can see <laughs> one of these progress bars is for you, one of them is for me. No, no, it's good. Hopefully we don't nuke the Wi-Fi here. Um, and I think you will need to be on the, the Wi-Fi in order for it to, to do the over there update to you. Okay, so this is um, bundling up all of the JavaScript of the uh, app. And it's kind of going to send it over the air to uh, your phone, which because you're using Expo Go, it can tell that there's you've got it kind of running on your, that's why it has to be on the same Wi-Fi network. Um, sometimes you'll get this like could not connect to development server. That's because it's still bundling. Um, and so in the second, once I see this get a little further, then I will hit reload. Um, so while that goes, let's take a little tour of what code we got from the starter template. All right, so the entry file is app.tsx. And get my colors here. My laptop's pretty laggy. So the root level app file um, is the first thing that, that runs. We've got a hook here that uses basically loads fonts. Uh, there might be some other See, cache resources. What does this do? Yeah, it sets up the splash screen. Just basic stuff. You have fonts. You can add fonts to this. Um, just proper flow of data initialization. Um, once the loading is complete, it'll show the navigation. All right. Looks like it bundled for three different people. Let's see what. I'm gonna hit reload. Okay, try again. Okay. So I've got it on my phone here. Uh, sometimes if it says could not connect, just hit hit retry. I've never seen six people connect. That's pretty cool. Okay, so um, you may or may not be able to see this, but I've got a, a basic screen with it's automatically in dark mode because that's my my default. If you're don't have that, uh, that's another nice thing that that Expo gives you. So I've got two tabs. I've got tab one and tab two, and. Um, the tab one has a, a, a button in the top right that opens a demo modal. You can drag down. 
And the explanation, it says, uh, open up the code for this screen, screen slash tab one screen dot TSX. Change any of the text, save the file, and your app will automatically update. So let's just make sure that works first. And uh, on tab one screen, let's call this pleb chat. And I'm going to delete that line. Now, uh, does anyone else have their app open? Did it automatically refresh? Cool. <laughs> what do I want to put on your phones? <laughs> um, OK. Setting this up without Expo is just don't try it. All right, so let's, um, let's get Nostra going. I want to, I want to get a, a stream of events in here. And uh, while I step through this, you know, start thinking about what cool, amazing, innovative uh, chat features we're going to put in our, our new app here. OK, so um, let's just kind of go down these instructions and make sure that I like, wrote them correctly. Uh, so we created the app. Um, I'm actually going to, well, actually, I'll run this. I'm not going to do the polyfill. Uh, yet because I want to um, actually get to the error so we can kind of see. So let's just imagine that I have no idea how to integrate Nostr, but I heard that this Nostr Tools uh, library from Fiat Joff is, is an easy way of, uh, yeah, there it is on, on GitHub. Tools for developing Nostr clients. And if I look down here, it says, okay, only depends on these two crypto packages. Here's how you generate a key, sign a verify event, interact with a relay. All the, like, the basics for interacting with Nostr are all here. Uh, so let's give that a try. Um, I'm going to install Nostr Tools, and just because I'll do it now, uh, so I don't have to do it later. Uh, but I'll show you the error. Text encoding polyfill. All right, so and if you're not familiar with NPM, uh, NPM stands for Node Package Manager. Basically, when you're developing a, a, a JavaScript-based app, whether it's React or Vue or Vanilla or, or all sorts of different ones, you have access to the same kind of universe of JavaScript-based packages that you can pull any of these in. Um, all right, so that was installed. Now let's give this a try. I want to try this demo here, generating a private key and a public key. This will be a good first test to make sure that our uh, libraries are all working. Uh, to start, instead of, you know, eventually we'll put like a little login button. I'm just going to have this automatically run on start. I'm going to pull in use effect. And then we'll pull in generate private key and generate pub key from Nostra tools. And let's see what happens. Now, um, sometimes hooks kind of work weirdly with, uh, OK. Do you all have a red screen that says cannot find variable text decoder? Cool. Uh, something that this library expects you to have but isn't by default. Uh, there's like certain like node libraries that are, are in the browser that React Native does not by default have. Um, and then there's all sorts of other JavaScript libraries where people have shimmed this um, to work with React Native. Uh, so now I already installed it here, but if you have not, um, do npm i dash dash save text dash encoding dash polyfill. And I'm going to go put that at the top of my screen. Um, and actually, I'm not going to put it in tab one screen because I want it to run on every page. So I'm going to go back to app.tsx. At the very first line, I'm going to do import text encoding polyfill. And let's see if that helps. Uh, 
I'm going to, let me see. Uh, I'm gonna, just to make sure that we've got the latest stuff, I'm gonna like shake my device and hit reload. Okay, cool. All right, I'm at the next error. So a lot of coding is just going from <laughs> one error to the next error. But we got past that error, and now we're on this error that says random bytes is not a function. And it gives you a little snippet of the code in there, and I think if you tap on the, if you have your, the, it open in your editor, and it might only do this on, on my screen, but if you, if you tap the call stack, it'll, it'll pop open the, uh, the, the, where, the, where in the code the error is. But if you, if you, if you read here, it says, um, the, in, inside the code block it says, else if crypto.node const random bytes is crypto.node, and then use that. So basically it's, it's looking for this like node crypto library that just doesn't exist on React Native. Um, and this is probably like one of the most important parts of um, you know, cryptographic libraries is secure randomness. Um, and the question is, whatever device that you're on, what is the source of secure randomness? If you're building an Expo app, thankfully you don't need to do anything about that yourself. You just go to adapt the existing Expo package for uh, uh, secure randomness. It says, this is on, again, the docs.expo.dev site. Expo Random provides a native interface for creating strong random bytes. With random, you can create values equivalent to node.js core crypto.randombytes uh, API, which is exactly what the app currently is trying to call. Also works with blah, blah, blah. Platform compatibility, device and emulator for Android and iOS and web. Cool. OK, so all we need to do is install this. And you can see that was one of the uh, yeah, that's actually the next step in the recreation there. So I'm going to go back into the editor. I'm going to run that in a new tab. Uh, generally, when you install Expo packages, these are also NPM packages. Uh, but installing them through this NPX Expo install, uh, it does some additional checks to make sure things are like uh, will work well with the rest of your Expo packages. So yeah, it says installing one. SDK 47, which is the, the Expo SDK version we're using. Compatible native module using NPM, NPM install. Uh, whenever you install Expo packages, things might get wonky and we might need to like reload the app or, or sometimes you need to like, if something gets messed up, sometimes you need to like cancel the packager and then re reboot it. Let's just, we'll, we'll step through it and see. Um, all right, so we installed Expo Random, but that's not going to be enough to have um, the rest of this work. And so, <clears throat> because we need to have the Noble SecP library actually use this source of randomness. And this is something always you have to be super careful about uh, whenever anyone patches a library. And that's why you know I, I put all sorts of warnings that 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 anything using this is super. Alpha quality because we're you know it's it's a really dangerous thing to be editing cryptographic libraries. Um, uh, however, this is a pretty simple uh, uh, swap out of the Node random library for the Expo random library. Um, and whereas in the past I would have to have five different patch files, uh, we only need to do one. Um, so this is a um, the the standard for patching native like npm packages, which um, if you were to just go in, for example, um, and no note that we're going to be doing a patch for Noble SecP, we don't have Noble Spec 
uh, SecP uh, specified anywhere in here. Um, it's, it's a dependency of Nostr tools. Uh, and so because Nostr tools relies on it, when we run NPMI, it'll go through and it'll install all of the dependencies of that package. Um, and so you can see noble secp lib esm index.json, and it, we might even be able to pull up the exact, anyway, somewhere in here. You can see all the, it does all this big int stuff. This was what required all the, the, the Android stuff that it didn't work with that now it does. Um, and then somewhere in here is that, that one line. Uh, one thing we do need to make sure is that this is uh, uh, the right version because a patch applies to a specific version. And, and ordinarily, I would have like a, a resolutions field in package.json to make sure everything stays at 1.7.0. Uh, we can worry about that later. All right, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to, um, uh, the easiest thing to do is to, to clone this down and just copy the file over so I don't have to, um, I mean, I guess I could just, let's do this. All right, so inside pleb chat, let's, let's just do it the hard way. I'm going to make a folder called patches. Uh, when we run our patch package script later, it's going to look in the patches uh, directory. And I'm going to paste in the name of the patch, just copy pasting from the GitHub. And this is just a particular syntax of looking at that particular line, removing some, and uh, adding others. And you can see what we're doing here is, um, for some reason, the crypto.node Oh, no, no, we're actually removing that file. So we're just saying if there's no, if we're not on the web, if we don't have access to, like, to the web-based crypto object, the assumption is that we're on native. In that case, and we'll do it in a try-catch block, we're going to look for this package called expo.random. We're going to use its uh, get random bytes uh, byte generation function and just use that. And if we don't have it for some reason or we can't use it, it'll throw an error. All right. So let's copy this. And when you copy from GitHub, I like to go into raw, copy, paste. Yeah, that should do it. OK, now the last thing I need to do, let's see if I documented it correctly, is run the patch. Now you can run the patch uh, manually by running this. Um, npx space patch dash, dash package. Uh, but if you add it into your package.json as a script called post install, then anytime you run npmi or yarn, it'll run this afterwards. Uh, so first, let's, let's just run it manually, make sure it works. Uh, let's do npx patch package. Okay, so yeah, it, it um, kind of compared its version. Oh wow, and my app just automatically kind of came back up. Um, so it, it, it applied this patch. Now let's see, let's just also make sure if I run npm i, uh, I think it'll make sure everything's correct and then it'll also apply the patch. Let's just make sure it does that. Yep, there it is, post-install, npx, patch package. And it worked. OK, let's go back. And um, 
Now, are we, uh, how do we know if this works? Are we logging it or what are we doing here? Let's go back to tab one screen. And uh, right now we're not doing anything with it. Let's, uh, let's throw an alert. Let's alert our public key. Anyone else have an alert on their screen with your public key? Anyone still have this open? And I think if I reload it, I should get a different one. Yep. Awesome. OK, so um, we are now caught up with the Nostra-expo-starter. Uh, and we're generating a public-private key. Once you've got that piece done, that's really just the hardest part of talking with Nostra is that kind of the key gen stuff. Um, and so now let's, let's connect to a relay and, uh, and see what happens. So um, the next thing I would do in this situation is just continue kind of going down the API of Nostra tools. And uh, let's, let's, let's do this next section here that says creating, signing, and verifying events. Let's see what this does. Um, this defines an event. It says hello, uh, signs the event, verifies it, and then we throw it at a relay. So let's do both of these things and then uh, start building out the user interface. So let's see. For testing this, let's all just, just throw it into tab, tab one screen for now. I'll remove the alert. Hide the terminal. All right, let's see what this does. Uh, we need to harmonize this. Actually, this is kind of duplicative, actually. Oops, and this is the public key. We already call get public key up here, so that's fine. All right, now, so event, that looks good. That's our basic note event to just say hello. There's the timestamp. Don't need tags. The pub key, we're saying that it's coming from us, uh, from this pub key that we just generated. Um, I'm going to set this to be kind any, so we just squelch that error for now. Okay. So now, uh, let's see if I can just do a, a import suggestion here. Uh, yep, this wants to import get event hash from Nostra tools. I'm going to import that. And uh, you can also copy paste this from the GitHub. You can just, let's actually just do that. But it's nice to be able to have uh, the imports kind of generate automatically. Uh, let's see, I'll throw that there, and then I'll put generate private key. Oops, not generate private key. We got that, we got that. I guess that's all of it. Am I missing something? Yeah, generate private key. All right, so I think that's all that we need from Nostra tools. All right, this is looking for private key. Let's rename this here. All right, so before we send the event to the relay, Oh, look at this. <laughs> Here's some more AI helper. GitHub Copilot suggests that I create an alert here that says event is valid, showing whether or not it's valid or not, and if the signature is valid. Let's do it. Thank you, Copilot. Okay. 
If you're still with me, you should have an alert that says event is valid, colon, true, and signature is valid, colon, true. Uh, this is another kind of hard pain in the ass thing to figure out how to sign events properly. It's all done. This event is now signed. Uh, it's, it's verified. We are ready to throw this event at a relay, and it will be persisted for as long as that relay is around and wants to save this event. Okay, so we're done with that section. That took us like 60 seconds. Very nice. Okay, interacting with the relay. This is a little bit more involved. Let's see, what are we missing from Nostra tools? Relay init. And for now, we're just going to stuff this all on the same hook, which is not the best thing to do, but let's do it anyway. Oh, uh, so in this, um, it's going to want us to do an await async, which we cannot do in a bare hook. So we actually are going to extract this into a different function. We'll call this connect to relay. Finds a const. So we're going to move the relay connection code. Let's comment out this alert for now. Move that up there. And then we will call that function, connect to relay from the use effects. And um, when we get this core flow working, we'll step over to Arc and I'll show you how I do it in that app with kind of like proper state management and stuff. Uh, let's import relay init. If you don't have that kind of type import uh, setup, you can just add relay init to the imports of Nostra tools. Uh, let's see, what do we do next? So here we're setting up two WebSocket listeners. Uh, one for when the relay connects, we're gonna console log connected. And let's actually change this to an alert because console logs are only going to show on my screen, but I want them to show on your screen. Oops. Alert dot alert. All right, and then uh, let's, what's a good relay that we could use? Yeah, I could use the Zebedee one. Uh, let me try to remember, so for the exact syntax, anyone remember the URL of the thing that shows all the active Nostra relays? All right, let's try one of these. Let's see if the Zebedee one's on here. Huh. Well, let's use uh, Semisoles, because he's a developer. This should be reliable, I think. Oops. Oh, that's annoying. It keeps refreshing, so I can't copy paste. OK, nostr.semisole.dev. Now I'm saving this, so something might happen. OK. If you're still with me, you should see an alert that says connected to wssnoster.semisole.dev. So hello, Semisole. You just got three-ish connections from our workshop. <laughs> now you're going to get three messages. Uh, let's see. Where's my Nostra tools thingy? I don't need that. I don't need that. Yeah, go ahead. Not by default. Uh, an active topic of conversation in the Nostra Telegram channel is how people can or should 
have relays feed, uh, like kind of take messages from each other for, for persistence or whatever. Uh, for now, it's the kind of thing where if you're a client that you want a message to be available on more than one relay, you can pull down messages from one and send it to another. What most clients do currently is they'll connect to like six relays. Um, and I know at least the previous default behavior using like relay pool and stuff is it sends the same message to all of the relays. So for Arc, for example, right now, I connect to two of the major relays and one that I run myself, and I send every event to all three relays. So if one goes down, we still have all of them. Uh, how that will relate to different, you know, the, the, the network topology as the scales and stuff will get, you know, I I increasingly interesting. I hope that answers your question. Okay, so we are connected to SemiSouls Relay. Let's do this. Let's query for an event that exists. Uh, I'm going to guess that this particular is, event is not on SemiSouls Relay. But let's see what happens. And I'm going to change the alerts. the console messages to alerts. So event fires when there's an event that it returns. And then EOSE means end of stored events. And that's another NIP that explains um, the circumstances that you get that. OK, so I got an alert that says EOSE. And I did not get the event. So this event that the demo is looking for is not on semisoles. Uh, so instead of doing this particular one, so then it steps through publishing. Uh, let's actually just see if we can do a different kind of subscription. And so now here's something where we're going we're gonna to kind of depart from this, and we'll come back to it. But what I want to do now is I want to find a bunch of different events, let's say, that are channel creations. And um, here's where you would go to the Noster NIP1 spec, maybe the Noster NIP28 spec, and try to figure out like what the syntax of the subscription should be. Uh, but these days, I would go over to ChatGPT. Let's start a new conversation with ChatGPT, and we'll ask it to restructure this um, relay subscription call to get us what we want. So I'm thinking, um, let's start by grabbing a list of just the random notes. The, the, the kind of the main text content that people are sending is kind one. I don't know if my laptop is slow, or the browser is, or what. So we're going to do a new chat. And then we're going to paste in some of the code from Noster NIP1. So let's pull open NIP1. All right, here we go. So. Now we're just going to kind of give this some context. We'll say, I am using this code to uh, subscribe to a Noster relay. This looks for one event, but I want to change it to subscribe to kind one messages and fetch the last 25 messages. Uh, modify my code based on the NIP1 spec I include after, I include below. 
sometimes you don't have to, but I like to um, put my code in these little markdown code blocks. Now let's go see how if we can paste in all of NIP1 or some of it. First, let's see if the entire thing fits. That would be nice. OK, good. The entire NIP1 fits in context. So that means that you can very easily have it write code for you, help you understand it, whatever. This says, to modify the code to subscribe to kind1 messages and fetch the last 25 messages, you can use the following code. Let sub is blah, 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 kinds1 in an array, limit 25. This will subscribe to events of kind1 and return the last 25 events that match this filter. The sub function sends a req message to the relay with the specified filters. Note that this will only fetch the last 25 events that match the filter and will not continue to send new events that match the filter as they are published. I don't know if that's correct. If you want to continue to receive new events as they are published, you will need to send a new rec message with the same filters periodically. Uh, I don't know if that's correct. But let's uh, throw this copy in here and see if it works. And uh, instead of, I don't know if I want to alert every single message. Let's actually do an alert with the last three messages. And uh, let me change the alert to do events. I don't know if this is going to be JSON stringifiable or what. Let's try this. All right, you ready? Let's see if this does anything. All right, we got EOSE, and we've got, you should have hopefully three events, and you can see the. <laughs> All right, so on mine, I see one message that has the content, I am not COVID vaccinated. Okay, we're on, we're on a NASA relay. <laughs> Let's see if we can see what the other ones are. Okay, so, so that, that's one. Two is content. They don't need to be the same. It is not used during verification. Your pub key just has to match the username in your NIP5 identifier. Username will be used for mentions. All right, so we're like eavesdropping on people's conversations in our little 20-minute <laughs> app here. Um, and now, you know, we have the, the pub key of the user who sent that. And if we wanted to like look up who that is, uh, we could go do a, a subscribe to a kind zero to get the user metadata for that. The problem is we don't know what uh, relay that that person's on. So we might have to like connect to a bunch of different relays. Um, and then the third one is content that says nope. Uh, and and it, uh, one of them, if, if they've got the, um, there's a bunch of different tags for like E and P. That's all specified in, in, in the Nostra NIP one. But basically like it's a, it's a conversation between multiple people and they're all kind of like tagging each other so they all get the, the responses. Um, we've got most of the like hard stuff figured out. Now, now the question is just like, how, what do we what do we want to do with this data that comes in? All right, so let's see, just see if there's anything else relevant. Let's try sending a message. Um, we might even be able to just to try to <laughs> respond to one of these messages. All right, let's do this first. Um, Instead of alerting these messages, let's let's get a feed of them showing on our um, screen here. So let's do this. In the same chat GPT instance uh, as previous, which it should remember or be able to consult NIP1 that we said, 
I'm going to say, here's my code so far. This alerts a few messages as they are received. Instead, I want to uh, save each message in a uh, local state variable called messages via useState, and then render the content in a flat list on this screen. Rewrite the code. Let's see what it does. To save each message in a local state variable called messages via useState, and then render the content in a flat list on this screen, you can modify the code as follows. It is. And then let's see how, sometimes it'll like change your libraries in a weird way, but it, it, you, it's usually sometimes 80 to 95% correct. So you can see here that it's added in the event subscription. It's calling set messages on the use state variable. That looks correct to me. And then it's setting up the flat list. And some styles. This will connect to the relay, subscribe to events of kind one, and fetch the last 25 events when the component is mounted. As new events are received, they will be added to the messages state variable. The flat list will then render the content of each message. Let's see if it actually works. I'm going to copy this. Actually, you know what I'm going to do before I paste that in? I'm going to um, commit all this uh, initial event connection before we start. I'm going to publish branch. Oh, yeah, I'm in a new repo. I'll publish this to GitHub afterwards before we start giving our code base over to the bots. <laughs> OK. So a uh, big advantage of TypeScript is that we get a whole bunch of, uh, you know, we can see kind of where the bot screwed up. So it did not import text. OK, that's easy enough. We're importing text from React Native. What else? It'll probably complain about the types of the messages. I'm going to put an any here because I don't care about that right now. And prev messages. We should, um, I might want to disable. Uh, okay. Wow, did you see it already? I got some. Oh, my, on my screen, I got to make the color different because my, uh, all I see is emojis because my text color is black. Let's, let's do, uh, make the color something that works on both of our screens. Let's do, uh, color blue. All right, I'm getting an encountered two children with the same key error. It's because we're not, oh, 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 I think it's because we're subscribing twice. Let's do, let me try this. Reload. Why is it not coloring? The text color blue. Oh, there we go. Key extractor item dot ID. All 
Okay, so um, anyway, a little warning I got to fix there. But the point is we've got it now saying, uh, yeah, nope, they don't need to be the same. It's not, there's the first thing. I am not COVID vaccinated. I will not be allowed in the USA, unfortunately. No, I just haven't implemented autocomplete yet. Just found a bug with copying user ID. So these are the, um, I guess you would call this kind of the global view of the semi-soul relay. Um, this is just everyone that's sending kind ones. And then, you know, if you're, you're usually in an app, you'd be filtering by followers, followed and followers and stuff like that. Uh, but the point is that if you wanted to like have an app that just showed the global view of all of the relays, like you, you, the, the, you have the code for that now. Now, now the question is largely just one of, of UX. Um, and then we'll do one last thing here before we pivot over to the, the ARC code base briefly, is uh, let's send a message and see if we can get it to render on this screen. Where am I right now? Task you, get out of there. All right, so let's go back to the uh, Nostra tools. Um, Um, there is a NIP for, or uh, there is a uh, kind for event deletion. I think there's a NIP for it. Um, some clients do and do not support that. Uh, that's just, it's up to the clients to, to implement the NIPs. But the, the, the capability exists. Relays don't have to honor it. Um, I don't remember, but let's take a look at what the uh, NIP says the, the, the behavior should be. So NIP 9 is event deletion. A special event with kind 5, meaning deletion is defined as having a list of one or more E tags, each referencing an event the author is requesting to be deleted. Blah, blah, blah. Relays should delete or stop publishing any referenced events that have an identical pub key as a deletion request. Clients should hide or otherwise indicate a deletion status. Relays should continue to publish slash share the deletion events indefinitely as clients may already have the event that's intended to be deleted, blah, blah, blah. Okay, so this is all should, should, should. Um, so some clients will, some, cl some clients and relays will, some won't. All right, so let's, um, let's have Chad GPT again. And uh, we might as well make a little, uh, little chat bar here. Okay, so first of all, I wanna, I wanna kind of teach Chad GPT how to send a message. Uh, let's close some of these other tabs via let's see well we already taught it nip one oh, but now we need to give it kind of the nostra tools let's see here we go well we already created this signed event now we just need to publish it like this um, I might not actually even need to have ChatGPT do anything because we already created and signed the event. Well, we'll, we'll use ChatGPT to when we actually want to hook it up to uh, uh, something custom. Uh, but for now, after this event subscription, let's just put this in here and uh, the event, oops. Oh, that's right. ChatGPT overwrote all of that, um, the event stuff that we did earlier. So let's just copy paste this in here. All right, so we're defining a new event. Oh, now we don't have our pub key anymore. 
Let's go back up here and generate new ones. this and import this let's make sure that's all correct this I don't care about import this import this this can be any all right so Let's say this, and uh, I don't know what the behavior will be. Let's uh, try reloading it. And let's see if I get any console messages about, is this an error? Uh, failed to publish to semi-soul. Let's see what the issue is here. All right, first of all, let's uh, make sure that our event is valid. Kind one, pub key, created at, content, hello world, blah, blah, blah. Hmm. Okay, so, um, I'm not going to spend too much more time on this, but I'm going to just do a quick. Uh, I'm going to paste this into. Let's just see if ChatGPT can help with this. There's probably just some like key formatting thing or something that's not correct. Correct, but let's do this. I am trying to use NIP one to send a message to this relay. I can receive events fine, but not send. I get this error on console, and then I'll paste this. Sometimes, uh, right now, the network is like super busy, like the Domus relay is just completely not working at all because it's been so congested, and uh, this is one of the more popular relays, so it, it might just be an issue with the like, kind of network congestion. Oh. One potential issue is that you are closing the connection to the relay immediately after publishing the event, which may not allow enough time for the event to be processed by the relay. You can try removing the await relay. To, yeah, why am I closing the relay? That's just because I was copy-pasting from the agile. <laughs> uh, there we go. Okay. So, like, my dumb little error that probably would have taken me, like, I don't know, a while to debug, like, ChatGPT just did it. Okay. Oh, here we got a new error. Failed to publish, blocked. Pub key is not allowed to publish to this relay. Nice. Thank you, Semisoul. <laughs> Let's go find a different relay. <laughs> it says uh, pub key is not allowed to publish to this relay. It, well, it, it could be that we're, we, we could be rate limited. If, for example, you know, if, I'm, if I'm doing this and like three of our clients are all hitting the same one, there's, some of these guys have, have uh, rate limiting. So if there's 
too many. Like we need to find a relay that we can go spam. <laughs> Where were we earlier? Nostra.info. Let's find a, maybe a less popular relay. No, 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 relays here. And let's just make sure this works. Then we'll go check out ARC. Um, let's try noster.oxter.dev. Now we probably won't get all the chat messages here, but let's uh, save that for later. All right, I'm gonna reload this. Let's see if this works. Event. Hello world. Okay, I now have an event that shows up. I'm still getting some weird error there, but I. I, I oh, there we go. Oh yeah, sometimes it just kind of gets overwhelmed with all the messages. So I see two hello worlds on there. So there's the the message that I sent and the message that Car sent is at the top of the feed. So message sending works. Uh, we got some. What's this error we got here? Encountered two children with the same key. Yeah, there's just some like better key management to be done there. Okay, so I'm gonna do this. Um, uh, writing to relay works. Uh, I'm gonna throw this up on GitHub real quick. And so anyone who wants to you know, turn this into a more of an app, uh, this is like the basics of using Nostra tools in like some horrible code, but it, it does work. So let's call this uh, pleb chat, workshop, code, demo, public. And then I will, um, We'll do a, a 10 minute tour of the art code base and I want to announce some bounties and then we'll wrap up. So we'll go over to here. No. Why did it make it in that repo? Okay, so that code is up at uh, GitHub slash Arcade Labs Inc. slash plebchat. Uh, you can play with that at your leisure. I'm gonna close that. Um, so that's just kind of like with like quick horrible code. We got a you know more or less basically functioning uh, a mobile app working with uh, Nostra relays. Um, uh, so a little. little uh, some of the thinking around uh, this was um, uh, Enigma was cool because it was like a, it showed the power of uh, NIP28 as sort of being able to provide a Nostra-based clone of Telegram, uh, which is cool to demonstrate the power of Nostra to do things more than just what it was initially envisioned to do, which is to be a kind of a decentralized broadcast-focused social media. Twitter replacement thing. Um, and people happily used Enigma um, for a while to the point that, you know, there's a, a bunch of people that are, are chatting uh, in these channels, which um, is really cool for, as I'm now coming back to uh, client development and I'm building apps, um, where there's already a whole bunch of data in these channels, so I don't need to populate the things with fake data. Here's a, 
you know, Noster, CN ch chat where people are talking, you see they're talking about Blue Wallet and Moon. Um, I heard from William that there's a whole bunch of people using Damas, uh, like Chinese, he thought they were dissidents or something like that, but um, there's a number of Chinese language, there's a number of Spanish languages uh, ones. Uh, so um, I'm building this uh, in uh, uh, public, everything's open source. Uh, the idea and one of the advantages to building in React Native is that you can, with a single code base, target Android, iOS, and web simultaneously. Uh, that's been one kind of limiting factor right now. Damas, uh, which is the leading Nostra client currently, is uh, only in iOS. Uh, Williams talked about wanting to do um, uh, an Android client, but I think they're just super busy um, uh, adding features to Damas. And he, he requested in this recent podcast that he was on, like he was kind of putting the call out for someone to get an Android client to feature parity with Damas. Uh, so even though I, I intend for this to focus on um, uh, uh, chat and be kind of a Telegram clone, uh, we are going to be spending the next week to try to get this uh, as close as possible to feature parity with Damas using some of the like <laughs> chat GPT powered development you saw earlier. Um, so I'll be tweeting all of this out. Uh, but you can see uh, right now if you go, and I say this is all sort of like alpha quality and stuff, um, but I've got this deployed currently to the web. And you're welcome to try this. Uh, it, it's not super optimized on your phone, but it should work on your phone basically. Or you can go in your browser, um, alpha.thearcapp.com. Uh, it's also, you can go follow us on Twitter and, and click the links and stuff, uh, twitter.com slash thearcapp. Um, but this is a, I just kind of modeled the, the signup flow here on Damas, create account or log in. Um, I got to fix some of this formatting, but. Uh, log in. Uh, please do not use your uh, like actual keys generated from other apps. Um, but if we generate, let's do. Let's try this. Uh, pleb chatter. Display name. Hello, Chris. Creator. Arc. What's that? Uh, that is on the feature list to log in soon. There's no reason why we can't quickly add it. I think that's. Uh, yeah, there's a, um, let's see, I have it here somewhere. Yeah, login via web extension, NIP7. It's on our, it's on our roadmap to add, um, but the advantage of that is letting people um, not need to share their private key. Um, you just you just use, uh, use Albi. Uh, let's see, where was I? Okay, so, um, yeah, so this works, um, kind of a, super basic telegram style web kind of interface inspiration thing. But these channels, most of them have um, messages in them already. Uh, it, this is not like efficient, like uh, some of the caching stuff doesn't really work well on web, so sometimes it'll like lag while it loads stuff. Uh, but this is the main Noster channel, so like on the Enigma, for example, the main channel everyone joins is Noster. Um, Say hello from Pleb Lab. And I, I don't even think it like auto scrolls down. But so anyway, just it's this is super basic. I mean, I just built this all like in the last week, pretty much. But it's just cool that you, you see all these channels here. There's already like a ton of people chatting. Um, uh, Damas has kind of partial support for NIP28. Like they render messages as kind of their standard feed things. Um, they don't let you create channels. I mean, you can't create a channel here yet, but the, the people that have created channels here are doing it via the Enigma client or 
Nostra Console, probably, I think those are the main two clients that use NIP28, but the, the idea is to turn this into something that's like a full-fledged chat app, um, but one that can also use um, uh, the kind of feed feed style stuff from, from Damas. Okay, so let's take a quick look at the, um, the ARC repo. Um, so one thing to note here is uh, I actually did not use the uh, Create Expo app. We are using Expo, uh, but I'm using this um, framework called Tamagui. So we're using React Native, Expo, and Tamagui. Uh, write less, runs faster. Styles, optimizing, compiler, and UI kit that unify React Native and web. Um, one of the differences here is that uh, the, the Expo kind of out-of-the-box connection for web uh, uses like Webpack and like not super sophisticated web-based uh, components, uh, whereas Tamagui, which is based on this other framework called Salido, um, um, the web part is powered by Next.js. And they've got like these uh, routing wrappers and things that kind of harmonize the navigation between them. Next.js is just one of the best uh, uh, web frameworks for React that works in production really well and all sorts of optimizations and stuff. Uh, and so when I, like, I started the app with npm create Tamagui, and if you want to kind of, you can go through, I, I make a point to kind of really clearly explain all of the, the pull requests, the different functionality, but if you can, you can go back and look and see um, oh, I actually, I, I did start this with Create Expo app, and then I later on converted it to Tamagui here. But you can go through and see kind of the, the stuff that I've added, you know, a feed of Nostra Kind One messages, add the crypto shims. I, I, it took me a while to kind of swap that out with the, the, the more late, latest uh, uh, way of doing things. Uh, Um, I'll do a quick tour of this uh, for three minutes, and then uh, I want to announce some bounties, and then we'll we'll wrap up here. Um, so I've already cloned this. So so you've got a couple options for um, app development. You've got the kind of build from scratch, um, which I've shown you how to do. Um, that's one way of doing things. Uh, because so much uh, in the Nostra community is open source, uh, if there's something that you want. Um, if it's completely new and different, you still might be better off kind of forking or harvesting code from some of the existing open source projects. Like, like don't worry, like don't feel scared to leverage the, the work that's out there. Um, take all of the code here if you want to. You can fork this, rename it, add whatever functionality you want. Um, but my hope is that we get um, a, a number of developers starting to you know, work on each other's um, uh, project. So if you have an interest, for example, in helping build kind of Nostra-based chat um, or, or otherwise doing sort of Expo-based Nostra development, um, I, I would invite you to, to contribute to the ARC code base. Uh, and over time, I'll get this kind of better fleshed out with different like issues and things like that. Um, uh, later today, I'm going to add to this README uh, details of uh, uh, three bounties. Basically, I'm going to be giving uh, 1 million sats to up to three people who write their first PR that adds some kind of you know, substantive functionality or some kind of substantive improvement to the ARC code base. 
Um, I've got a kind of a long feature list here. I'm, you know, I've been recently working on improving the kind of message fetching algorithms, and then um, starting to add these kind of Twitter-style profiles, same that Damas has, um, and kind of building out some of that functionality. I'm going to add the the NIP5 identifiers right next to the name, like Damas has. You know, contact list, follower following feed. Um, you know, a lot of this stuff I'm able to do relatively rapidly, kind of taking some of the code, for example, from Damas is written in Swift because it's an iOS app, but using the same process you saw earlier of pulling that into ChatGPT, it, you can do some of this stuff uh, uh, rather rapidly. But if you say, you know, okay, I, I want to make it easy and, and build some convenience functions to um, uh, uh, have any NPUB be clickable, uh, if you were to do a PR that has that and kind of solves that for the, the, the app, as a whole, you know, would throw a million stats to you for that. Uh, reactions, anything that kind of su substantially adds to, to any of these features, um, probably not the ones towards the end, but kind of in the middle is what we're, we're working towards. Uh, let's just do a super quick uh, spin through the code base and just kind of take a look at why it's a little bit, what's different about it than the, um, the expo thing that we started with earlier. So this is called a mono repo, and this is from the Tamagui uh, setup. If you do the on the Tamagui site, um, the kind of npm create Tamagui, which is their equivalent of npx create expo app, um, it'll set you up with this structure, and they they, they document pretty well uh, what it is. But so we've got our patches, you know, the important folder still at the root level. We've got packages. Uh, most of the app code goes into packages slash app. Uh, UI has certain kind of UI components that are shared, um, as well as, um, and then some of the like expo specific code is in expo, next specific code is in next with different pages. Um, in here, there's like a, a layout uh, file for, like if you notice the, um, the kind of sidebar view on uh, the web is different than the mobile app. And so that's got its own kind of Next.js component. But the core logic of the channels and the connection code to Noster, all of that is in the packages slash app directory. So this is basically the app code that's shared between platforms. Uh, so the bulk of the stuff goes in here. Um, there's a features directory which has chat. And so for example, I'm building this in um, uh, using hooks and using Zustin for store, uh, one of the like super lightweight uh, state management libraries that works really well with React. So earlier when we were doing the demo, we were using use state for React, which is fine for kind of demo purposes. Um, uh, but I like to use Zustin. And um, there's there's things that are kind of like pain in the ass, but I was able to have ChatGPT help do things like adapting some of the Nostra relay connection code into a hook that will you know loop through the relays and and you know set up and tear down subscriptions. Um, all of this can be improved, uh, but it is kind of like working for now and, and would invite anyone to like learn from this slash, you know, feel free to criticize it or whatever. And you could probably do things like go to chat GPT and be like, let's actually just try this. Um, let me go back to the, the uh, where were we with the, uh, I'm gonna go back to the Noster chat that we had, so it's got some memory of NIP1. The, the memory of ChatGPT is like specific to the different conversations. I'm gonna see if uh, ChatGPT has any quick uh, 
criticisms of my code here. Let's see. Uh, tell me what is good and bad about this use Noster hook and how I can improve it. Uh, oh yeah, there it is. No, I pasted in the wrong thing. What the hell? So now it's just bullshitting because I said use no I said this use Noster. I didn't even paste in the code. So now it's just like that. That doesn't make any sense. Let's actually paste it in. Oh, I pasted in the tab one code. Stupid. Just get out of here. There's Nostros. Get out of there. All right. <laughs> One of the downsides of ChatGPT is you have to like wait for it to finish typing before you. Okay. I pasted the wrong code. Analyze this instead. The use Nostra hook appears to handle connecting to Nostra relays, subscribing to initial subscriptions, and handling received events. It uses the relay init function from Nostra tools to create a new relay instance and then connects to the relay using the connect method. It also sets up event listeners for the connect and error events and subscribes to initial subscriptions specified in initial subscriptions using the sub method. When an event, blah, blah, blah. One potential issue with this code is that the relays and relay action stores are not being provided as dependencies to the use effect hook. This means that the effect will not be rerun if the values in those stores change, blah, 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 unexpected behavior. Being called every time the component renders. So yeah, um, the code that I'm, I have in there is like MVP quality and <laughs> to be able to kind of like pass code and get pretty savvy recommendations from ChatGPT is freaking awesome. Okay, um, I'll wrap up here. Um, I invite you all to please join, if you are not already in it, join the Nostra Telegram group. That's where a lot of conversation about this goes. You can ask any questions that you have in there. Um, please follow Arc on Twitter slash me and any other questions that you want to direct to me um, at Arcade City Mayor on Twitter. And um, please build on Noster. And if you have any blockers to doing it, uh, hit us up and we'll get you unblocked and let's do it. Thank you guys.